0: One Podcast Network. You're listening to Creative Writing, America's best motorcycle podcast. Hey, there's a bunch of asterisks behind that. Huh, never mind. We're brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. For more information, head over to patreon.com/slash Creative Writing to learn how you can support the show yourself. Now, let's get cracking. Roll on the throttle, blip the brakes, tighten the air cleaner, check the crankshaft, and don't spill your coffee. Welcome to another crummy episode with Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast, and actually, this is probably just going to be a junk pile. We're not going to have a whole bunch of. Uh what, what you may call it, motorcycle related news on here this week. Uh, I hope you like the weekly Wiggins this week. I figured I'd try something like it out myself. And I'm here. I got my old silver tone around my neck. Hang on one sec. Oh, God, how am I going to do this? Let me pause this real quick while I figure stuff out. All right. I think I got everything figured out. I got the old. Got my old guitar sitting here with me. I just wanted to say, uh, well, I got the shop dogs in here with me, just kinda kicking it. I'm gonna turn this down a little bit and adjust it right down toward the sound hole of my guitar. Actually, I wanna just slide it down here carefully. I got these new shock mounts. You shouldn't be able to hear that. Got the drag races going in the background uh, at Irwindale Speedway, which is pretty close to my house. Forgot I'm in G, not D. Anyway, all right. So this week on the show, I just wanted to say uh, a couple things. First of all, it's been a hell of a week, man. It's been a hell of a couple weeks. Um, I hope you like Wiggins Wednesdays. Talk about riding motorcycles, even though we all know Wiggins doesn't ride motorcycles anymore. I thought I had this figured out. Better than that, you hear a bunch of creaking and. Sounds like I'm on a ship. Well, it's because I'm on an old wooden chair. Junkie Turdman does it old school. I'm on an old wooden chair. I just uh, got through texting with Liza a little bit ago. It is a Thursday. Normally we record this thing on a Tuesday, so when Wiggins said he didn't know what we were going to be recording this week, it's because he was was true in that. He was true in y'all. Um, this week on the show, we're not going to have a word of the week. We're not going to have a moto scan since I'm just going to do a really quick junk pile, talk about some things that are on my mind. Speaking of things, speaking of things that are on my mind, I'm tightening um a pop filter you can't see or hopefully hear, but uh, stalling for time here. That's why I'm half the show is always me stalling for time to make things better for you. Um, so yeah. So this week, insane week, the reason we didn't record Tuesday is because I was uh, been out of town uh, since last week, Um, had to ride down to San Diego and go to work at the actual office and go train some people down there, actually not train some people, make it sound like I have a bunch of people, listen to this. All right, that's not coming in on any channels, is that good or bad? Oh, it's because I don't. <laughs> that sounds terrible. All right, let's turn that baby up. We're need a drum beat for later. I think we're gonna get through this show. Hey, okay. Well, now that I'm set and ready to go, I just want to say, <clears throat> yeah. Since Wiggins doesn't ride motorcycles anymore. I guess I got to be the one to talk about them. Um, and I, I wanted to say, uh, having ridden down there, with, uh, usually if I were to take my car, I would have listened to podcasts the whole way, but I also would have been stuck in some miserable traffic. And riding down, it was great. I had to. Uh, I rode down Friday morning at the butt crack of dawn because uh, my work starts super early. Uh, everybody likes to get in, get their work done, and get out before the traffic. Everybody knows how shitty Friday traffic is, anyway. I want to make a quick song about it. Traffic sucks. Sucks so bad. Makes me feel like I'm 92-year-old granddad. Because that's how old you are when you get out of traffic, finally. San Diego, a lot of people used to complain. A lot of people never came and visited my wife and I when we first moved to L.A. And they're like, traffic, man. Well, guess what? Traffic is just as bad in San Diego. And that's why everybody at my work likes to work... um, before the sun comes up and leave Before the roosters go home yeah, that's a new saying I want to put that on a shirt um, So yeah, anyway, had to ride down there to Finally get to my story 17 hours later
1: <laughs>
0: Junkie Turdman was riding his motorcycle Down on the interstate There was not a car in sight But he did have to gas up because his piece of shit SCR only gets about 22 miles a gallon. And it only has a a two-and-a-half-gallon tank or something like that. But I didn't make it, and let me tell you how I made it. I only did 95 a couple times, partially because uh, heading down there at, like, 4 in the morning, it was a little frigid. And I know for everybody who's not in California... It was like 54 when I left here Or like something close to that 51, I don't know what it was But it was fucking cold, okay? For California I'm going to play you a little I'd play you a cry tune But I don't know one It was cold My heart was
1: on the ice
0: the fuck was that noise? Holy shit. Time. That's what it is. My clock's beeping. Another hour has passed. <laughs> that song was an hour long? Alright, so anyway, let me quit playing my guitar. I get distracted super easily if you couldn't tell. Anyway, riding down there at four in the morning, it was pretty dang cold. It was like 50-something ish degrees. If I was in my car, I would listen to podcasts, but... I only had my own maniacal brain. I kind of wish I had uh, the recorder with me, and I wish I had like my helmet mic'd up. And I wish, I actually wish, I had a helmet with like comms in it. I would have totally recorded my two-hour journey down there because I could have just slapped it on the air. It was pretty funny. I had, I have to entertain myself without somebody else to do it, without music to listen to, and all that stuff. Um, you just, you kind of got to, you get in your own head. You get that road chat going. <laughs> You get that internal dialogue and monologue and all that great stuff happening. And you start to pick out road signs or landmarks. And you start to make some pretty, especially here in SoCal, because everything is, um, well, at least like out here on the beach where the Spanish landed. Everything's in Spanish pretty much. There's a lot of Spanish stuff. I even passed a mission uh, on the way from my – I actually passed – did I pass two? Well, I live near one mission And uh, I know I passed at least one on the way down So it's kind of funny, you know, just making lots of funny little jokes in my own head I I don't know, you had to be there, I guess The jokes are only funny in my head You should have been there too (laughs) But you weren't, so Sure you don't want to listen to this podcast with, With me telling you my stupid story that you don't even know what happened? Um, so anyway, to make a long story short Fabulous weather And I rode down there And I uh, wanted to say um, Going to work also at 5 in the morning Pretty chill And Wiggins is always telling me How he got me this awesome Icon helmet that I never wear Listen, I wear that helmet I do wear it and I wear it when it's sunny out Because it's dark ass visor and it's got a flip down on the inside. So this summer, it really came in handy because uh, the flip down was necessary. When I rode out to um, Cabazon, yeah, for the Mo- Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge to get the dinosaurs out there, famous, made famous by Pee uh, Wee Herman's Big Top, no, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, the movie by our old buddy Pee Wee Herman, who's sitting right over here next to me. <laughs> Okay, shut up, Pee Wee. That was a terrible. No, oh, my dog's name is Phoebe, and she thought I was saying shut up, Phoebe, and now she's giving me the sad eyes. Just sit down and chill out, jog. I wasn't talking to you. I said Pee Wee. Now, yeah, don't look. I I I gotta quit saying Pee Wee. You keep looking at me every time I say it. All right. You are sort of a Pee Wee, though. You look like a Pee Wee. You act like a Pee Wee. She Pee Wees all over the place. I don't like her. Yeah. Go sniff a bone and eat your tennis ball somewhere else. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I wore that helmet. I wore it out to Cabazone and I needed it. That's out in by Palm Springs-ish if you're headed out toward the desert from L.A. And I'll be damned if I didn't need the um, the visor and the flip-downs inside. So it's great. It's an awesome helmet, and it looks good on Briviferous Viffer's VFR. It doesn't look so hot on my SCR. Um there's a lot of things that look good, like a vintage helmet, like the one I have, the shitty little Sparks helmet that I have. Even an ADV helmet might look good on that thing. What else would look good on that bike? Not a built well gringo, goddammit. Not one of those dumb bubble helmet things. Um, damn it, I fucked up. I guess if I'm playing a song I shouldn't play A song that perhaps Is copyrighted I don't know So anyways God this is gonna be distracting Somebody wrote in and said Hey I like when you play your silver tone and i bet you they just like when i play it and not get distracted every fourth sentence by it it's just it's been a while i missed you baby it's riding a motorcycle's tough you can't listen to podcasts unless you have like good audio equipment and you sure as hell can't play your guitar sometimes when i would drive <clears throat> excuse me when i would drive down to san diego you know there's a lot of straightaways i would whip out the old guitar from the back seat and just like you know give it a good old rip while uh, while i was Hitting on the straightaway Even if there was traffic You just kind of nudge up to the car In front of you And just kind of like My car is a stick So I would just like Let out the clutch And it wouldn't stall You know we just grind into the car In front of me Slow enough They're plodding ahead At one miles an hour or three miles an hour That's enough for first gear You know my car is Super low first gear So it would just uh, Keep grinding into them And as they inched forward My car would too And I could just uh, jam. Jump So, um, I couldn't do that when I rode down there and to get to the helmet story, to get to the relevant part of that, when you're riding down at 4am Wiggins, you can't wear a helmet. That's really nice because it has a black shield and a sunglass built in like explosion device. What was that? There was a show I watched as a kid called air Hawk. And I remember one time they blew up a nuke cause it was the eighties and everything had a fucking nuke, but, uh, they had a blast shield on their, on their helmets that the helicopter pilots wore. And I feel like this is that it's like a blast shield for solar blasts, UV, UV blast, and any blast of the sun reflecting off that perfectly tilt or uh, angled windshield rear windshield of the car in front of you. Um, the back glass can shoot that, uh, reflection of the sun right into your eyeball when you're going down the freeway. So this thing is perfect for that. But what it's not perfect for is commuting down the freeway along the freezing-ass coastline. By the way, you want to go out, doggy? All right, I better pause and let my dog out. But um, I can't. I can't, dog. I got to finish the story. I've already messed it up enough, and now the people need to know. So you're gonna have to bear with me. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm blasting down the coastline at 4 a.m. when it's freezing. Um, is no place for a doubly tinted visor, uh, one that's really, it's like a photo, uh, not photochromatic, but it's a, a like a mirror finish on the outside and, uh, flip down sunscreen. No, I, I can hear people outside and if I let you out, you're going to go bark at them. What do you say Pee Wee? Should I let her out?
1: <laughs> I say we let her go.
0: Yeah, we should let her go <laughs> for good. My wife would be happy about that, wouldn't she? Um but anyway, yeah, so I wore my crummy old vintage uh helmet down there and uh made me want to get a new one. That thing is such an old piece of shit. It's way out of um the uh standards. Let's see, I probably bought it in like 2010. It's 2020. I think motorcycle helmets are good for for, well, it's probably still good. It probably just went out of spec in 2020 because I think the standards get revised every five years, and technically your helmet is good for the model year previous to the last standard or something like that, uh, or the uh, previous to the last standard. So it's good for the standard right before the one um, when it was made. So I guess maybe mine actually went out in 2015. It was good for 2004 five and 10 and yeah i guess it probably went out in 15 whatever at any rate i need a new helmet and i'm thinking of doing this simpson because we all know how the Biltwell gringo gets complained about and so many people have Biltwell helmets lane splitter and all that stuff and it's really kind of a, a rip off of the simpson dominator i think or like kind of like the one that the Stig had. But roofs are weight and shoeberths and showies and arise and all that great stuff. They're all made in uh, somewhere in Asia anyway. Almost every single helmet except for roof, roof and shoeberth, I think, are actually German helmets made in Germany. But every other helmet pretty much is made in... In uh, some other country Except for Simpsons They're made here in New Braunfels, Texas And I really like them And they look just like the uh, Some of the Biltwells style So they have this really cool one They're also Snell certified So I'm either going for that Or I'm going to go for a Scorpion And I will keep the awesome icon That Wiggins gave me Because I really do like it It's a really quiet helmet It's comfy It fits super good The build quality is pretty good the only downside I would say is the double um, shield. And I know Wigan says you can buy a clear shield and a lot of people do that and then flip the thing down. Well, I'm not one of those people. I'm a guy that buys a helmet with a clear visor and then one with a tinted visor. Also, um, when I was riding down at 4am fog rolled in, you know, we are, if you ever go to Santa Cruz and visit Santa Cruz, um, which by the way, shout out real quick, Chris Geis from, so you want to ride a motorcycle podcast. And I think he's still on throttled. He just, excuse me, God, I'm about to die over here. He just, I think I swallowed a bug. He was doing a trip, and I think he went to Portland or Washington, and he did a trip down the West Coast. Maybe he just went to San Francisco. I don't know where, but I think I saw pictures of him, and Bruce Philp from This Motorcycle Life has actually been in town. I don't know doing what. Probably enjoying the California weather since it's been like the lows have been like Canadian summer <laughs> and the highs have been like uh, Canadian Inferno. It's only actually, it's only been like in the sixties and seventies. I think they uh, might be a little disappointed thinking it was going to be in the eighties. It's been kind of unseasonably cold, but also really dry this year. So, uh, cold and dry. The two things that they could have got if they stayed in New York and Canada, which is where Chris and Bruce are from respectively. Um, So yeah, anyways, shout out to those guys Um, Hope you enjoyed the weather But it has been A little wet, and I mean uh, a little foggy So riding to work uh, In the mornings was a bummer Because in San Diego I don't have to worry about that stuff here But in San Diego, my office building is right in fog central. So riding down there, man, it got to the point where I couldn't even see. I was scared, Uh, you know, turn on the high beams, and that's even worse. I've heard that yellow lights work, and so in a lot of foggy country areas, um, a a lot of foggy country countries, yellow lights are a popular thing. You know, your fog lights might be yellow. Your motorcycle might have a yellow lens that slips over. Uh, the headlight housing, or even just a yellow headlamp. I don't know. And uh, so supposedly that helps cut through the fog, but I don't know, man. Like, my front fender was slicing through the fog pretty good. And every single morning it was like that while I was down there. And that's what happens when you got, like, warm weather with cool... Sea breezes coming in and bringing the, the cold. It's like the clouds decide to just hover on the ground. Um, so, needless to say, I, I wore a couple pairs of pants being that in like the 40s, or no, I guess it was in the 50s when I rode down, but I also knew I'd be doing like 85, 90 miles an hour. And I also knew I'd only make it about 100 miles because of my stupid fuel tank situation on my idiotic, idiotically small fuel tank um, on my 950. Now, put that fuel tank on Spamla, I could ride about 400 miles because she's only at 250. She gets great gas mileage. Puppy, hey. <laughs> don't make me sing a quick song about you walking around and making noise and wanting outside. I know you don't got to pee, do you? All right, I'll let my dog out, and then I will finish my story for you. So let's uh, fade out with this. Let me see if I can do this. My name is Peter, and I like to say Peter Pan. Whoops, I guess I should have pressed pause. (laughs) I get my dinner, and I eat it from a garbage can. All right. Well, I paused it, and then I tried to play it back in, and I totally messed that whole thing up. I was going to play something and fade it out. I guess I could do it in post-production, but since this is only going to be like a... 30 minute show I only have 10 minutes left And I still have to tell you my story About riding down to San Diego (laughs) So And I love the way my guitar creaks Like I'm on a ship I do have a patch over one eye I'll tell you about that later Um, Also you know I used to live on a horse ranch When I moved out here from Arkansas Ironically I lived on a pig farm in Arkansas So Um I used to love the way the horse tack creaked like that. Bridles and saddles and all that stuff. So I like the way old trees creak like that, too. You know what I don't like? When your back creaks like that after riding down to San Diego in the fog. So anyway, yeah, so anyway, the fog was really thick. Uh, I got down to San Diego. Um, oh, yeah, had wet pants, which I normally don't have. I know people that uh, I don't usually ride in the rain all that often, but... Um, When I do, I expect it When I ride through clouds going to work I guess I should expect it Because I sure as hell had wet pants both days um, That I rode in the mornings And actually, uh, yeah, every morning that I commuted I guess I had wet pants Yeah, it was foggy every morning Um, So the whole time I was down in San Diego Wet pants in the morning And then I'd get to work and shuck off all my riding gear And I wore my work clothes underneath Because I'm prepared like that For somebody that doesn't really commute to work ever, hardly, um, that was some forced thought on my part. So thank, congratulations to me. Um, Also, I have been pretty busy at work, and I've been really, I'm bummed that I'm not bringing you a Black History um, story this week. But unlike Wiggins, I like to do my due diligence. Oh, that was kind of weird sounding anyways unlike <laughs> unlike Wiggins I like to research stuff and make sure I know the facts um, even though he says we don't know nothing I do know something um, but yeah so I'm not bringing you a black history I'm not bringing you a uh, word of the week none of that good stuff you'll have to tune in next week for that and also um, oh yeah the thing I wanted to talk about, my commute it was so good riding a motorcycle and that's also why I wanted to bring up the guys that were visiting from uh, New York and Canada is I hope that not only do I hope that you guys enjoy the weather I hope it was a reprieve even though I heard that like New York was like in the 60s as well it was like the same temperature in New York as LA even Antarctica and like Alaska has been like in the 60s recently so fun for them huh Penguins in Antarctica melting (laughs) And polar bears too Even though polar bears and penguins live in different hemispheres If you ever see them together Something's up They're colluding with Russia (laughs) Next time your friend says I want to go to Alaska to see a penguin Punch him in the face Um, But anyway yeah So uh, the weather guys I hope you guys enjoy the weather And I hope you enjoy the Ability to legally lane split And part of my commute uh, Actually um, Monday was a holiday for most people um, But not my work So traffic was really light commuting Monday Um, And Friday was To be expected San Diego like I said earlier Has just as bad of traffic as LA Um, Depending on where you go in LA There's no traffic And depending on where you're at There's nothing but Same thing can be said for San Diego I'm guessing like Austin. I've heard Georgia. There's a couple podcasts I listened to out of Georgia, and supposedly they have some terrible traffic in Atlanta. So, um, lane splitting was pretty awesome, and I got to say, when I finally did get to come home uh, back here to LA to my loving family, um, it was super nice to lane split on the way back up, and. There was a dude on the st 1300 Let me think, hard and long about this. Actually, I think it was a R1200 RT. The only reason I think it was a ST1300 is because I think I had those crazy little uh, scallops on the front fairing, but the RT just had like this little Chrome dealio with the BMW round, roundel, as they call them, and I probably would' have noticed that it was a BMW. Yeah, I think it was uh, not hard bags either. I think it was a I think it was an ST. But I'm over there lane splitting, and normally in California we lane split between the number one and number two lane, which is like what I guess some places call the fast lane or the lane closest to the center divide or median, and the lane next to that. And uh, so if you work from left to right, it goes one, two, three, four, five. So when you're getting on the freeway, you're getting in like the highest numbered lane. When you're in the fast lane, you're in the number one lane. So we split between there because normally in a lot of freeways around here, the number one lane is also the HOV or high occupancy vehicle or carpool or whatever you want to call it. And federally, I believe, I believe it is a federal law that it is legal to ride a motorcycle um, in all 53 states, actually, I don't know if Guam and Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands have freeways. I'm going to guess, yes, they do. But um, I, it, it's legal federally to uh, lane split. Or not lane split, I'm sorry, ride in a carpool lane. Or a high vehicle, whatever the hell you call them. Um, and you lane split in California there, usually so here I am over there, lane splitting. <sighs> what freeway was I on? I was on the well, there's only one coming up from San Diego. Well, there's two, like there's the 15 and the five or interstate 15 and interstate five. And I think we just say the, because there's only one in the whole state. There's not like two fives and there's not two interstate 15s. So why not just say the, I mean, I I see if you're going to university or hospital, you would say, oh yeah, I went to hospital or yeah, I was, I was at university because there's more than one. You wouldn't say I was at the hospital because there's not just one but there's only one interstate five so that's why we say the five and the 15 and all that stuff that people seem to hate but i think i was on the five and i was coming up and i think i had to get on the 57 because there's like there is a billion um freeways around here um that link each other and shortcut you know there's the main arteries, and then there's all the ones that they built after the population of California went up to $45 billion. So I think I was on the 57. I can't remember, but lanes got pretty skinny. On the 5, it's like 7 and 8 lanes, so it's real easy to split. And there's a nice... I would say the space between the carpool lane and the number 2 lane is about 5 or 6 feet. So you have about a parking a parking space width. I think parking spaces are six feet standard. I'm not 100% sure about that. But um, let's just assume they are. You have about a parking space uh, at the mall, let's say, uh, width between lanes that you can ride in because there's usually like a line, then two double yellows, and then another line in on the big parts of the five and the nice parts like through Orange County and San Diego County. Once it gets up here to L.A., proper like LA County it's a little bit smaller and actually the transition part of the freeway you hit Orange County and it's like 18 lanes of 5 freeway you hit the LA County line and it drops down to like 3 so you can imagine the bottlenecks and like people switching lanes trying to get in the fast one but the point I'm trying to make is this dude that was on the the, uh, ST1300 I'm splitting in what I thought was the fast part of the freeway Lane sharing actually Not splitting I'm lane sharing And I'm between the one and two lane Which is like Where all the space is usually But this freeway Only had like The the, uh, HOV lane was dashed For quite a while Which means Mm -hmm. that There's a lot of exits And they're giving you The opportunity to get In and out of the carpool lane Without crossing double yellows Which is a huge Mm fine. Just ask our old co-host Jay About that Um Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so you ride on, in, in those cases, you just ride, I well, I ride in the asphalt between the yellow, the double yellow lines. Um, and I'm pretty good at going for miles and miles without straying one single millimeter from the center line of that, even on a curve. So it takes practice. So I hope you guys got to split lanes while you were down here. It's one of the few things you can do in this state, that you can't do in any other state on a motorcycle, that and ride in January and February. <laughs> and, wait, um, <yeah>, that deserves. <laughs> um, and also, uh, the guy on the ST1300 was out in lanes and he was just like cruising with the regular traffic. Now, here's the one thing you got to know everybody wants to be in the quote fast lane. And I've known for years and years from commuting from San Diego to uh, Wrightwood to go snowboarding the, the fast lane is always the slow lane my friend and I would ride up in his Mustang totally tricked out race car that we used for uh, well he used, not wasn't mine but we autocrossed together and he uh, used it for track days and stuff, that thing was badass nothing's worse than driving your tricked out le- legit race car like 20 miles an hour for 300 miles. It sucks. Yeah, you got that right. So slow lanes is where it's at, and that's where this motorcyclist was. He wasn't splitting. He wasn't doing none of that. He's out there. He's kept passing me. I saw him. I, I blew by him splitting. Actually, he was chilling in the number two lane, and I cruised by him, split, Gave him the little wave, like, hey, bub, see you later. Well, friggin' 20 miles later, he's passing me. And then he passed me again, and again, it was like the tortoise and the hare, I tell you. And so eventually, I just went out into lanes with him. I quit splitting because it was getting super narrow it got to that dotted part that I was talking about, the dashed lines so people could get in and out of the carpool lane. And I was like, at this point, people are already cross over the double yellows. People are going to be crossing uh, out of here, like for sure. And so I went ahead and I got out of there and – it was getting kind of skinny, and I was having to slow down to like 10 miles an hour to get between cars. I was afraid of bashing my mirrors. My mirrors kind of stick up high, and it's great. They go over car mirrors like a boss, but truck mirrors, they, they're they that height. So I was like, I'm going to smash into some truck mirrors here pretty soon. A lot of trucks on the freeway. And so I just got back out into lanes with that guy, and he was just like picking and choosing whatever lane. Whatever lane was going, he would switch to that lane. And, of course, being on a motorcycle, when it starts to slow down, you can split and split up to the next lane that's going fast. So he was making better time just weaving – not weaving. He was respectably riding uh, in these lanes. So I, I got behind him finally after he passed me for the fourth time. I was like, I'm sick of being the hair in this story. And I went out and I followed him. And he was um, – I think he was a motor officer. He – the ST-1300 partially gave it away. A lot of uh, – California is really weird because a lot of agencies use the Harleys still. Um, and then you go down to L.A. proper, L.A. City, and all the Popo – now we're talking like highway patrols on Harleys, uh, but I've also seen them on Beamers and I've also seen them on Hondas. But the um, the Popo, they, they tend to love that ST-1300. Which I don't think they make anymore, so most of them have transitioned over to the um, R9, uh, the R1200 RT, which is a BMW uh, boxer. And so, yeah, all the popos down in LA have those. And so this guy had like what appeared to be um, motor officer boots, and then I was like, "Huh." And his riding stance—he's very upright and confident. His motorcycle looks like a cop bike, except for it's not white with, like, crash bars and sirens. It's just a black 13, uh, ST-1300 with some gear on it. And I was like, I wonder if this guy's a motor officer. And that's why he knows what works on the freeways here in California. And some chump that's been, like, riding on the freeways 15 years but hasn't had to commute through that sort of crappy traffic every single time I'm out on the freeway. I really could, uh... Learn a lesson from this guy And then I got out to the 57 Like I was telling you about And that's where I met the Triumph dude Some car had flipped over out there on the 57 Or no something like that There was like a bad car accident So you get off the 5 Onto the 57 and you pass like Angel Stadium and stuff like that And it goes kind of out into the Eastern parts of the city And um, into the hills a little bit and so I was out there, and there's not many exits out there because, you know, they're purposefully. Um, you're, you're, all, you're going out there for a reason. It's either to get to another freeway or it's because you live in one of the smaller communities out there. So most of these people are going through. And there happened to be an accident, bad accident. I think the first two lanes, so the carpool lane and number two lane were blocked. And poor traffic, man. The dude on the Triumph in front of me, kind of kindred spirits because he his Triumph looked a lot like my SCR, a little bit scrambled out. But, of course, it's a parallel twin, not a V-twin. And he was just cooking through traffic. And I was like, yes. And I love that he had a Honda jersey on over it, and he was not riding like a douchebag. So I followed him, and we split uh, through traffic together. I love finding somebody that splits because when you're on a narrow freeway like the 57 – where there's not a huge carpool uh, divider double line like there is out on the five, you know, where you have like five, like I said, five or six feet between lanes. You literally just have the width of a motorcycle between lanes. Um, I like to find somebody that's split in front of me because they're typically... Notifying the cars already That there's a motorcycle And the cars don't like Weave back to their spot They kind of stay out For motorcyclists So If you can get behind Somebody that's splitting uh, Or lane sharing Then you can uh, Ride that wave It's kind of like I'm not religious But I think his name was Joseph Joseph Parting the Mediterranean Sea Or something like that But yeah You get behind that guy And he parts the way for you Um yeah, so it was pretty cool. Me and this dude split all the way up to the uh, – I think I, I think I lost him on the 57. He got off somewhere, and I kept going up to the 210. So now you know where I live. I live on the 210. Um And it's not Interstate 210. I don't know what it is. Freeway 210, for all you douchebags that don't want me to say the 210. Uh, But yeah, anyway, it was a great day and great day to be on a motorcycle and great day to split. I would have been in so much traffic. There's always traffic down by the Mission San Juan Capistrano. There's always traffic leaving San Diego by the race uh, Kentucky Derby course um, Del Mar. They do flat track racing there too, by the way, in the horse arenas. And when horse racing... Is made illegal i hope someday they'll let motorcycles come back to del mar i think the last time they were there were the early 2000s um on the big track i mean they're they hooligan race there still and ivy league was there for the five years you know in the small ring but i hope they let them go back on the big track but then uh there's always traffic there and there's always traffic like every i don't know every time you hit like a a new city border. There's like traffic. Everybody wants to get off and then there's people getting on. Blah blah blah. So it's really nice to be able to split on a motorcycle and it's a hell of a lot of fun. But it did make me realize I need a taco. I need a taco. Baby, tacos is what I want. Give me taco, baby. I'll give you a taco in your pants. I don't even know what that means. This <laughs> is terrible. I'm delirious. I should go to bed. But anyway, let's finish this podcast. <laughs> Uh, it didn't make me want a taco, actually. I don't get hungry when I ride, usually. That's a bad thing. I, I don't I don't realize when I'm dehydrated and hungry. I know, dog. She didn't like that song. I'll play that song next. Do you like that one? That's my song about Sasquatch. Yeah, I'll play that next. He's got a... I'll have to remember the lyrics, but... He's got a... Okay, I think I remember him, And I'll sing it to you in a minute And uh That's for the guy that liked my silver tone playing (laughs) Or if you like Spongebob Squarepants Three hours later. All right, my dog's tripping out. She said that she pointed at me and held her hand up to her nose like that stunk. So I won't do that no more. Uh, anyway, before it gets too crazy and too late into the show, and before I drive you off. Keep in mind, this is a junk pile, so don't expect too much motorcycle-related stuff. But before I drive you off, let me go head over to Creative Writing and tell you what's going to be coming up. We just had our good buddy, Brady Walker, on last week's show. And I feel like I would be uh, remiss if I didn't mention some of the cool stuff that he has coming up. So listen, guys. Tomorrow, you can catch me and Bruce Philp from... Um, this Motorcycle Life God I had to tap on my guitar to figure that out uh, Bruce felt from This Motorcycle Life Supposedly is going to meet up with me At uh, the House of Machines tomorrow For the 5th annual Women's Motor Show Yes sir And if you know last year It got uh, Was it last year? No the year before that Is when it got swamped by the cops Last year I didn't end up going because it was rained And I thought they weren't going to have it And they ended up having it Because that's California. We don't let the rain get us down. Yes, we do. It's California. (laughs) So, anyways, um, the 29th, which is next weekend, a couple things going on. I think I already mentioned to you that the CMC Monthly Ride, which is the California Motorcyclist Community, they're going to be having their ride out on Ortega Highway, which is one of the better highways. If you come to SoCal, I can't wait to hear Chris and bruce talk on their podcast about if they went on the snake which is like our tale of the dragon only it has like 16 more curves and it's where the rock store is and jay leno's always out there blah 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 famous road another famous one angelus crest which has been closed for mudslides due to the fires no due to just the mudslides that happened this year oh no there were fires there were fires last year and when it rained earlier this year, the mudslides wrecked some of the roads. So some of the roads are closed, but still, you can still get to the Angeles Crest. You just can't ride the whole thing like normal. You have to ride it in sections and then drop out into the other canyon roads, connect back up, ride, drop out, connect, ride. You do like a little um, cane break back and forth. Thank you. That's a reference to a little stream. Um, But anyway, another epic road. Ortega Highway, where the CMC is going to be having their monthly meetup, is another epic road. Storied, in fact. And uh, there's been some tragedies on every single one of these roads, and Ortega Highway is no different. Ah! I wasn't going to play what song you thought it was, did I? Anyway, um... The same thing happened in that day. If you, if you ride out Ortega, and end up heading further east than your mama told you, you should go. Go check out the Veggie Plate Classic at Paris. <laughs> Why am I not playing music to this? Those are perfect song lyrics. Um, and yeah, go to go check out the Veggie Plate Classic. It's going to be Speedway, and there's going to be Hooligan Class for like one second, and Wiggins is going to be in charge of that. March seventh the one man's junk sale is happening on Old Town Front Street in Temecula I am positive Bri Viffer will be there uh, there's no retailers and no vendors and it's going to be between the Harley Davidson and BMW dealerships and it's going to be all the junk all the time why are you staring at me dog Oh, she, she wanted me to tell you about this next thing uh, March 7th, the same day Classic track day, the streets of Willow Put on by our good buddy Brady Walker At Ramming Speed Racing, is that better? Yeah, she's nodded her head yes Are you like my new assistant producer? Oh, my assistant paw Because you're a dog God, quit giving me the eyes, dude I, It was a dad joke, I'm sorry God, kill me Hey, quit playing my guitar You don't have fingers <laughs> wow you're better than me <clears throat> i'm sad now anyways yeah classic track day and the one man's junk sales happen on march 7th march 13th through 15th all you a back in coldsville baby actually i don't even know if it's cold enough back there anymore it might be 90 degrees back there right now but it's in milwaukee mama tried it's gonna be happening the eagles ballroom is one place flat track racing at Milwaukee Bucks Stadium I assume is where the other place is going to be but go check it out. It's like the one show but for the east. And I know Milwaukee's not the East Coast, but kind of if you think of it's on the coast of Lake Minnetonka, which is kind of like a gigantic ocean. Um or maybe it's Lake Milwaukee, I have no idea. I just made up a name of a lake. There's not even really a lake Milwaukee, or Lake Minnetonka. I just made those up. Um, March 13th through 15th, go check it out. Tell me if it's as good as the one show or the handbuilt show or uh, what's the other show that used to be real big? Uh, I can't even think of them, but there's so many dumb, dumb. The tour is what I call it. And now LA has one too. It's called the OG show, and I don't know when it is. I'll tell you when I find out. Um, after that, man... There's, there's actually some more stuff in March coming up. I have to verify and get dates. So I'll let you know as soon as March happens. So, I mean, we're not going to be in March for another, like, nine days. So we got time. Um, wait, but my podcast doesn't come out for seven days. Oh, my God. We're going to miss something. Anyways. uh April, man. April is when it's at the SoCal Grand Prix. You heard Brady Walker talking about that. This is a double header for ARMA. Uh, April 17th and 18th, the scamper at the streets. is going to be happening at the streets of Willow Springs, um, which is like the tight technical course at Willow Springs International Raceway. And there's going to be, of course, camping, party, barbecue, music, food, um, uh, human auctioning, organ selling, organ harvesting is what I meant to say, um, black market, animal uh, vending, you know, buy a pit viper, buy a gaboon viper and eat a bat. Uh, and there's also going to be um, non-legal Botox and fat injection they're gonna inject like wood filler from Home Depot into your butt if you want a bigger butt there's gonna be that like all sorts of stuff there it's gonna be so fun for all. <laughs> I'm sure Brady appreciates this ad um, April 24th through the 26th which is the next weekend there's gonna be the battle at Big Willow which is at the big track and that's gonna be another day of armor racing another weekend of armor racing um, it's gonna be a little Concorde de lagon. Which is French for bike show. Um, there's going to be more music, more food. I think if Brady does this right, there's going to be some mini bike fun. And as you heard him tell Wiggins last week, it's either the weekend before that or maybe like the last Sunday of, there's going to be the Walt James Flat Track uh, Stadium. It's going to be open. Just for spectators, there's going to be no flat track racing. You're just going to stare at a blank dirt oval. But anyway, that ought to be pretty fun. And then May 2nd, the Californian Moto Show. Santa Anita Park at Santa Anita Raceway here in lovely Arcadia. Let me see if I got something for Arcadia. That sounded kind of sinister. Arcadia. Okay. Okay. And anyways, that's going to be coinciding with the 146th Dungeons & Dragons. Con- oh, no, wait, uh, Kentucky Derby. That's what it is. the Kentucky Derby. And then sometime after that in June or July, it's going to be Born Free. That was the other show I was thinking of, Born Free. Oh, my God, that sounds like Pearl Jam. But it wasn't. And that was totally not copyrighted material. That was my own jam that I'm going to call Pearl. Now that was a tribute to R.L. Burnside, played in a different key, different tempo, different notes, but similar sounding. So, All right, let's get back to some non-motorcycle related stuff. I wanted to tell you guys, I think i it's like usually I'd put a crummy sound effect or stinger in here. And since this is only going to be a half hour long episode, I'll do a... (coughs) That's not been my favorite sound effect. I need to find a better one for you guys. Um, (coughs) How was that? Yeah, I like that. All right, let me get back on my audio screen too so I can make sure I'm recording all this. Oh my God, I haven't been recording this whole time. Just kidding. And actually, I think I hear my neighbors calling me through the door. I think they can hear me recording in here. They were doing all the riveting and um, starting up with the side-by-side. They've been working on this trailer for like three months, dude. Like, They're going camping this week, and it was like a clapped out, hammered piece of dog shit, and they had to get it ready. Why are you growling at me? I swear my dog's Cujo, a miniature version of Cujo. Ooh, maybe that's what I should do. Offer our patrons miniature St. Bernard's. Speaking of our patrons, I did want to say, uh, did give everybody a shout out. I've been really busy. We all get busy at work. There's like never enough time to do the motorcycle projects we want to, unless you're Chris Sing Simon. Somehow you can like reinvent a tur- turbo bike and then rebuild three DRZs in like one week. That ass hat. I don't know how he does it. I'm going to, instead of making fun of him, maybe I'll call him up for some advice tricks and tips. Um, but he also doesn't have three kids or two. I only have two kids, but it feels like three. Sometimes he doesn't have two kids that suck his every last um dad energy from him and uh a busy schedule you know so he does have a busy schedule it's not like he doesn't have nothing going on i hope i can drop this news but chris is recently uh improved his work status he is now a uh, an exotic dancer all right sorry chris if you didn't want that to get out it's out now I wish I had my wah pedal hooked up. I would totally do a... Um But anyway, uh, yeah. So there's been a bunch of stuff I've wanted to do. Quit hitting those two notes is what I'm going to do. Even that was a little different. You hear how like it's the... Yeah, I'm going to quit hitting these two. Because you don't want to hear that. It's like in every goddamn Bruce Springsteen song you've ever heard, and I'm not Bruce Springsteen. All right, so anyway, there's a bunch of stuff I've been wanting to do. And as you heard Brady mention last week, uh, the Catalina Grand Prix is tentatively scheduled for this year. Now, I would race Spamla if it uh, comes around. <laughs> And I would give you full race report. But I haven't ridden dirt since I was about 20 years old. And I'm now 172 years old. It's quite a long time to be off dirt. So I may be hitting some of you up to take a vintage hunk of junk out and just see what it could do. Find out. Or if it's totally dirt beast. Or if it's just a total piece of shit that I should lay to rest. I wish I was in D and not G. It's so hard for me to think of stuff in G. Um, so anyway that there's a couple things I need to do and one of them is to get new tires for spay Malay partially because the ones on are 23 years old and they're pretty much pieces of wood um, with a little bit of concrete here and there and pair, wrapped in paraffin and old bicycle tires. Um, another thing I need to do is I really want to rebuild the top end on her. But once you start, here's the problem. There's nothing wrong with splitting a case. There's nothing wrong with rebuilding the top end or any, especially if you have a two stroke, it's like necessary, but even on a four stroke, like, you know, you might have to Hone the cylinder Put a new piston Spamla ate a valve Before I bought her Well Before I got her And the people that Owned her before I did Rode her around With uh I don't know Six pounds of compression If that <laughs> And uh when I got her I fixed her up and took care of her, but she's still got those issues. She's still got some pock marks in the head from where the valve got eaten. The machinist was like, Yeah, I mean it's not really gonna do anything. It might it combust weird, but it's not like it made a hole or broke the seal around anything. Like it's really good where it happened. So you take that pock marked head and you just get your ass out of here. Oh okay, all right. Um, but she does need a refresh I need to I really want to do the head. I really want to get a new head and I really want to check the cylinder. I think there's a crack somewhere. Probably run, trying to crack the ton on her too many times. Should have taken her to Bonneville for that instead of the freaking freeway but you know, There's a couple things I need to do. So Spamla is one. And then the SCR, that baby's fine. just been trying to put miles on that. Not looking forward to adjusting the valves for the first time or doing my very first oil chain. I'm kind of glad that I got this service protection plan because all I've ever done is had cars that I had to work on, bikes that I had to work on. It's nice to not do it for once, but... Eventually, that service protection plan is going to run out, and I'm going to have to do it. So I don't want it to be a surprise, so I guess I should. Anyway, we'll get to that. That bike's fine for now, though. Like, another year before I have to worry about that. Then there's the mysterious, beautiful-looking bike in front of me right now. And it belongs to our good friend, Paul. Bry. Biffer It's a VFR 1997 Tenacious little motherfucker Damn it I forget I'm in G all the time like dissonant note really kills me Anyway, this thing has been stripped down naked. I just had her started today so I could hear that beautiful motor purr. And then I went and tried to suck all the toxins out of the tailpipe cuz I heard that I heard bikes need a detox. I don't know what I'm talking about now. Uh I did not suck on the tailpipe. Well, I did, but my lips started burning, so I quit ASAP. But, yeah, I stripped this baby down. You got that right. You heard that, Paul. I wanted to see what this thing would look like with different fairings on it. So I went and got a pair a GZ250. <laughs> I couldn't keep a straight face. Damn it. Uh, where's my stupid... Yeah, what an idiot. Anyway, I didn't get a GZ gc250 but i i did want to see what this bike would look like knock it after seeing a speed triple it looked pretty sweet street triple speed triples they all look pretty good but the street triple or speed triple has those like weird headlights just poking right out there and i was like huh so Brian river's bike has been stripped down and uh, fully unclothed and man it looks tough She is better than riding in a car. Cluck old VF, cluckold VF, cluckold VF, VFR. All right, I'll play that song in a minute. That, and my Chewbacca song or whatever else I said I'd play in a minute. So cluckold VFR. I got two songs I need to play now. Cluck VFR. VFR. And uh, Sasquatch. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. So anyway, right before VFR, I was looking at it. I had just watched a video of a GSX R 1000 coupled with a DS, a DR 600, something like that. They took like a Suzuki frame. Maybe it was a DR 650. I don't know what it was, or uh, the the DR. I'm sorry, the DL 1000A, which is the V Strom, but no, it looked like totally looked like a dirt bike. It was it was special, specially made. But they took a GSXR and they turned it into a fucking dirt bike. It was like in Finland or some shit. And I'd see a R1 flat tracker before, and that looked pretty sweet, and it, and it looked like a dirt bike. So when I saw this GSXR, I was like, oh yeah, I could do that, like dude. So I went around looking, and there's a bike called Ali's Gambler. Ali, I guess the guy's name is Ali, A-L-I. Muhammad Ali, I don't think that's how you say it, it's Ali. Ali's Gambler. And um, if you go on bikeshed.co or .com, whatever it is, or just look up Ali's Gambler, it's pretty sweet. They took a VFR 750, the version after this? No, the version prior to this that had, like, the weird frame with, like, the weird... um, I don't know. If you look at the frames, they're different, and that one had like built-in fairing uh, interface that I don't like. I like Paul style frame better. But anyway, they built a pretty sick uh, gambler or uh, scrambler out of that, and I don't know what forks they use. I think maybe Kawasaki forks. Um, I don't know what headlights they used. PIAAs, I'm assuming, and I don't know. All the stuff they did, they did some custom stuff to it. But at any rate, it looked pretty sweet. So I'm looking at Paul's. Yeah, baby. After seeing that um, that GSX-R 1000 dirt bike, and I thought, dude, this would make a sick dirt bike. And Wiggins and Brady are like, you should buy this off and make it a track bike. No, no. This is Paul's bike. It's not my bike. But Paul did say like I could do some stuff to it just as long as it still runs so i thought why not give it back to him as a scrambler so i went to all balls racing and there are several bikes whose front forks swap well triple tree diameter swaps over to this now the steering stem length might be too long or too short which would suck but there are several Bikes now, the, the only thing is this thing is powerful and it's got double disc brakes on the front and the rear, it's that powerful <laughs> and it's a single sided swing arm, which is kind of weird. Uh, when they did that GSXR bike, it had a um regular kind of dirt bikey looking swing arm, kind of square tubing with the uh, like made of uh aluminum, it looked like. I thought Paul's is a single-sided swing arm. That's interesting. BMW has them, although technically... Oh, no, yeah, BMWs are single-sided. I was going to say the shaft makes up one side and the swing arm makes up the other, but that's not true. Um, They are single-sided swing arms. The shaft runs through the uh, swing arm. And also, the VFR-1200X, which came out the same year as the new Africa Twin, That was also a uh, single-sided swing arm adventure sport bike. Adventure bike, not adventure sport. And guess what? Guess what forks fit Paul's forks? The VFR-1200X with dual disc brakes right up front and crash uh, hand guards. And I'm guessing, I can't remember what else is on that bike. I should know. I do this stuff for a living. I should know exactly what's on that bike, but I can't remember. But the good thing is is that it's not the fairing. The fairing and all that stuff does not mount to the handlebars. It mounts to the frame. And so, um, yeah, converting the front end over would be as easy as unbuttoning that top button, taking all the uh, master cylinders off Paul's handlebars, and hopefully throw them on the new ones. Now, you might need new brake uh, and clutch lines, because those might need to be a little... I'm looking at them right now. And yeah, if you raise these up a couple inches via risers and handlebars and put them out a little further, because these are clip-ons that come on the VFR, yeah, you're talking a few inches of extra hose and line that you need. So it wouldn't be a direct swap over, but it would be close enough. At least the brakes, if I got the whole front end off of VFR 1200X which was only made in 2017, just like my SCR-1200X. <laughs> it would swap right over. Also, the Triumph Tiger Adventure. Um, I think there was like some... Um, I think the Suzuki's... One of the V-Strom years swapped over, I think, if I remember correctly. I didn't really look at Kawasaki Um but I do remember that a lot, that something from Kawasaki fit too. But I don't. It's like you know, what does Kawasaki have the the verses? Uh, you know, I don't know. I was just stoked that the Honda one swapped over because then you have brand, you know, loyalty there. It's, you're not mixing brands, and things will probably feel the same. Uh, instead of having to swap front ends from something else and guess hope it we hope it works right, uh, you would keep it in the family. Having said all that, looking at this bike the way it is after stripping all the stuff off of it, I really like it now. It looks like a Triumph Speed Triple, and I think I'm just going to um, make a trip down to the, the old pack and get some fiberglass stuff, and maybe I'll give Paul's bike back to him exactly like he gave it to me, which is what the courteous thing would be to do, and maybe... I'll give him back a fucking GSX-R-killing VFR, uh, a V4 dirt bike. Maybe I'll give him back a V4 adventure bike. Or maybe I'll give him back a VFR um, triumph killer. We'll see. We'll see. So anyway, that is another one of the bike plans that I have. Uh, I barely have time to get a freaking show out this week, but I have time to think about all that. So, yeah. Also, the other bike that I have, and I did this, and I barely mentioned it last week, was um, I sort of entered a Boso competition with Nokomoto. Yes. I didn't mean to enter a Boso competition. It was something I did when I wasn't in the right state of mind. I don't want to enter a Bozo competition. and get handed my own
1: behind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough fake on the spot songwriting. Um, But yeah, anyway. I kind of entered a BOSO competition with the boys and I guess we should legitimize it by announcing it on both podcasts. But here's the gist. I think Pete had a really, really good just off the cuff, um, like guidelines, like it has to ride, and we'll judge it on how far we ride these things. Because one of their friends has a KZ 550 as well, mint condition though, and it probably runs. Mine, is, mine's only run like once or twice. No, mine only ran once. I wanted to make sure it ran, so I had to like fiddle with it, and get it to run, and the wiring harness and everything. Like there is so much wrong with that bike. I don't even want to tell you. I got it uh, from a friend of mine, basically hacked up. I don't know who he got it off of But uh, I was like Hey man this thing doesn't start None of the um, I don't even know how he wrote it or his friend Because none of the combination switch uh, Wires went anywhere Hashtag how did I start it Well I'll have to tell you that later But, um, But yeah I'm looking and it's like they all got cut Like did he steal this bike? I don't know Turns out he didn't steal it but his friend wadded it up, apparently, or something. I don't know what happened. And, and I was like, oh, yeah. Now that I look at it, the, uh, the handlebars were bent, obviously, when I got it. And the front fender was bent. So I knew it had fell, fallen over. But also, I think the, um, the center stand might be bent in a little bit or something. Because it hits the exhaust pipe by about 2 millimeters when you uh, go to put it down. My dog wants to say something. What do you want to say, babe? Here, I'll turn this around. Oops, it's caught. The uh, the cable won't let it turn around all the way. Is that what's holding? Oh God! I sound like Godzilla. Okay, say something. No? Okay. You're really not helping the podcast. I mean, I'm not either. I'm sitting here talking about <coughs> weird stuff and s- smashing my guitar into the microphone. A lot of people really probably turned it off about half an hour ago. Well, what am I talking about? This is only a half hour okay. long podcast. But anyway, so anyway, well, yeah, Bosa Soku bike. Uh, I'm going to make it out of my KZ 550, which I really wanted to make a Pikes Peak bike, but I guess uh, people went and wrecked that up for us. And then, so we're going to turn it into a BOSU bike, and put a 18 foot tall rear uh queen seat on there like a backrest and a 19 foot tall uh, front fairing so tall I won't be able to go under bridges on this thing but yeah 14 months I think he said was the guidelines Um, there was no price limit so as soon as I win the lottery I'll win this competition Um, and we're going to judge it on how far we actually ride it and I'm hoping it'll be roadkill style where it totally looks like crap like if I make a really good Bosa bike I can be really, really sad because it's not going to stay like that forever um, it would just be for this competition so I hope mine looks like roadkill like somebody at Five Nights at Freddy's built it and uh, I hope I win so sing a song about cheese, right? What was the song I was going to sing? Something about the Sasquatch song and something about cheese? I like cheese I Spread on my knees Except for the tracks All the ants and the bees That's not a real song, is it? Maybe it was. All right. And here's my song about Sasquatch. Ready? This is like, took me years to compose. And uh, it's very sentimental to me. So ready? All right, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Actually, at this point, I just hope that you enjoyed one, anything about this week's show. Uh, tune in next week. When we're actually going to get back to the word of the week. We're going to have Scan. We're going to be talking, we're going to be wrapping up Black History Month and we might actually extend it a week uh, next into next month since we missed this week. I uh, hope you like this week's weekly begins. If you want to contact the show, hit us up at creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com. If there's anything you would like to hear, send it there. And also be aware, I might be announcing this on the next uh, week's show. Patriots, I was supposed to mention this in this week's show, but I think I forgot. The art challenge is wrapping up. Um, We only had one submission, so I think I know who's going to win. But next month starts off our next bi-monthly patron uh, art challenge. If you're a patron of the show, submit a piece of art and win glorious prizes, such as your piece of art made into something crazy. Maybe we'll make it into a shirt for you. Maybe we'll make it into a sticker we'll make it the cover art of an episode. Maybe we'll have it laser etched into the surface of the moon thanks to Elon Musk's brand new SpaceX moon etching program. All right. And with that, we're out of here. If you want to uh, contribute to Soul Slam, that will also be coming up. We'll try to remember to mention that on next week's show. And until then, keep the rubber side down and never pick up a hitchhiking clown.
1: Bye.